Hello everyone, welcome to uh, the In The Clear NRL podcast for this week. Origin's done and dusted and we're heading into round 20 of the NRL season. Thank God it's back. Uh, I'm Connor Hickey and I have with me Paul Roberts. Hey guys. And Chris Wallace. Hey Connor, great to be here. So uh, look, just quickly, this podcast is produced by ACM, which is a division of Fairfax Media. Uh, and we're going to talk a little, we're going to wrap up a little bit of what happened with Origin and then look ahead to the games um, coming up this week. So guys... Let's get stuck into it. Josh Dugan and Blake Ferguson, again, probably their least um, least infamous drinking session so far, but I mean, if I don't know about you guys, but I think if this is any other combination of New South Wales players, it probably wouldn't have been such a big deal, but Josh Dugan and Blake Ferguson already, you know, they got kicked out of Canberra for the same thing, and then they, you know, derailed a pretty promising origin campaign a couple of years ago for doing the same thing. This time, by all accounts, they were... They weren't doing anything wrong. Um, they were just uh, enjoying a day off with a few mates. But it's become, um, I think because it's Josh Dugan and Blake Ferguson, it's become a bigger story than it probably would have been if it was, say, uh, Aaron Woods and Nathan Peets. Yeah. Thoughts? Yeah, in isolation, it's not too bad. But it's, it's not about, the, for me, it's not about the drinking. It's about what the, you know, everyone talks about this word culture, about what you're, you know, what you're supposed to be and what, how, you, how a club or a team's supposed to behave. But, it seems strange that you're you're part of a group of 17 players there based at Kingscliff and you think, I need to get away to go have a drink, a couple of drinks down the road, you know, to see a couple of friends. To me, if you've got a good culture as a team, you're, you're staying there around, you're based in there. You, you, I, I can't, it seems just so diabolical that a, a coach or manager would allow two players to go away on their day off, you know, down the road an hour to, to drink. For me, it's, it's one of the reasons, you know, everyone points to reasons, yeah, everyone's digging up reasons why we lost, but... Yeah, you look at Queensland, you can never imagine them allowing players to go down, you know, up to, you know, the Sunshine Coast for a few days. Or, you know, just, it just, for me, it just, it just, it, it's a sign of everything that's wrong with New South Wales at the moment and why we haven't been able to get the wins. You do, know? You know, do you know what bothers me as well? Is Dave Trodden, head of New South Wales Rugby League, he's got to investigate what happened. Mate, you're the boss, just ask them. Yeah. Well, well, that really bothers me, you know, why do you need to investigate it? Just ask them. And if you're not satisfied with their answer, Maybe then you go and ask ask around and see what happened. But I mean, yeah, like, how do you? I'm not saying. Look, these guys are all adults. You can't you can't baby them every step of the way. But fair income, like, how do you not know what 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 your blokes are doing on a day off? Like, do you not talk to these guys? Like, does not does no one in the Origin camp say to Dukes and Ferguson, "Hey, what are you guys going to do on your day off?" Or what did you guys do on your day off yesterday? Like, are you for real? How do all these journalists know about it, and and nobody in New South Wales rugby league knows about it? Well, they're trying to give them a, a bit of latitude, treat them as grown-ups, I suppose, which they're not. Flippant comment first from me. Um, I wish Dugan had a, a skin full times too because he was one of the best players on the park for us. So um, maybe he should have had even more. Um, now that I've got that out of my system, I'm so disappointed we're talking about this instead of the origin um, it, itself. It's, it's clouding the reality of how bloody awful we were and how we've got to go back to that drawing board. I will say this about that culture, and I agree with, with what you're saying, Chris, that why is a team up there five days before going some to Kingscliff, some to Byron, some to Lennox Head, and aren't they building that team um, as part of the, the lead-up? Or do they really need a day away from each other? I, I don't know, it just doesn't make sense, but I just think it clouds the very fact I've been saying it all along since last year. 
Laurie Daly, one from five, last few five series, one from five. We've got to start at the top. We've got to have a clean sweep and we've got to get rid of many of those players that represented New South Wales. Culture or no culture, we weren't good enough on the park on the night and we got wiped, embarrassed. And if those guys don't realise, those 17 and the, and, and the wider playing group and management group don't realise how much it hurts on Thursday morning when you wake up in New South Wales after getting dusted again, they need to wake up to themselves. And we need new people at the top. And it's not Laurie Daly. And I don't think it's Freddie Fiddler. And I don't think it's Andrew Johns who yeah. have all, all got bloody black marks against their name too. Mm. If, if that falls in a hole somewhere in a pub in northern New South Wales when they're in charge, imagine the bun fight that was that's going to be created when that happens, we'll be back in that deep hole. We need we need a, a, a Bellamy, a Phil Gould, a somebody from the old school coming in. I don't care if it's both of them coming in. We need to pump this idea of no NRL coaches in, in State of Origin. We need to get the best coach. And that's where we need to start. And they need to pick the best players in form. I'm sick of this. Same conversation. <laughs> 10 out of the last 11 years, we've had a gut full. Yeah, I've had to... Two things that I, just two things I want to say is that they have. Um, I hate the argument that we're playing against the. Uh, we are playing against a once in a generation team for Queensland. They've got a lot of a lot of players who are, you know immortals, future immortals. But New South Wales had you know Daly, Fitler, you know all those type of players, and Queensland still managed to you know salvage some series wins. For me, it's about we lost the series tactically. We we won a game. We won game one. And we thought we could replicate that exact game plan in game two and game three. And Queenland just said, listen, all right, Fafita killed us in game one. They just shut him up in game two and game three. What happens not- to Trent Merrin? It's the same thing. They just get a whole lot of blokes to tackle him. And then his, his game, which is offloading the ball, is, is nullified. Yeah, but, that's what, but Queensland were able to adapt. Through, that way, they adapted through partly through injury and partly through you know, non-selection in game one. Their team changed and they used the most players of all time. New South Wales had to change their team and come up with a new tactic. Even if they didn't change the team, they just tried to play exact same as they did in game one. Queensland just Queensland knew how to handle it. They knew exactly what they were going to do. They were going to go straight to the middle. We had to throw something different at them. We, we've got the best back rowers in the country and they didn't see any ball in game one. You know, they, all we tried to do was take them on straight to the middle and they knew exactly where we were coming. Absolutely. Tedesco may, have had, may as well have had this massive target on his head because the only thing we had in mind was take it up the guts and an inside ball and wait for Tedesco. Yeah, they were waiting for him, all right, and they smashed him. It was coming off the back foot, though. All those players were coming off the back foot because Clemmer was our best player by far in in all three games, and I would have started him in game three. I would probably even start in game two, but we needed needed something to change. We needed to bring in something different. You know, it always says, everyone says continuity, but... In hindsight, it's a wonderful thing, but you know we had to bring in Tom Trevojevic. You know, I would have loved to see Jake Trevojevic start. You know, we'll talk about Manly later, but those two have just been on fire. I would have loved to see him change it around, something different. You know, and you could, if Boyd Corner was an injured, you know, if Boyd Corner was not fit in the game three. Uh, neither was Fazell. You know, it, that that hurt him as well. Yeah, do you know? I mean, going to cricket, Don Bradman when they brought Bodyline in, instead of we can't a, bring him back, mate. Well, I know, but I mean, instead of instead of having a whinge about it, he just said, right, I've got to find a way to beat this. And I mean, you know, that, that excuse that, that Queensland's got this once-in-a-generation team, well, 
So what? Find a way to beat it. Like, that comes back to Paul. You, um, need, you need good. You need good leaders, and that's how you do. You need good leaders at the top, and you know, bringing in the larrikins. You know, that's it. I don't mind bringing those guys. All those guys should be involved in the team. You know, Joey Johns with the halves and Freddie, yeah, or whatever. Absolutely. Let them be part of the team. You know, Queensland have all their part. You know, one of the best parts. Of Origin was Alan Langer catching that ball. But the thing, but other than, like they should be around the team, build the culture. But you know, there needs to be. You know, I, I I'd love to see Craig Bellamy do it. I would love to see him do it. Do you know, I like. Before each game, you guys will attest to this. I said, "Hey, watch that sweeping play out to the left," and they got and they, it paid off two, in both games that Queensland won. How do how does me a mug, basically a mug fan? I, I don't play. I've never played NRL. Never coached it. I'm just a fan who's watched it for a long time. How do I know that's coming? But New South Wales doesn't know it's coming. They got beat twice, and I think in game one it only worked. But it didn't come off because the the fullback kicked it kicked it into the dead dead goal, and it was just a bit too heavy. How, how do they not know that's coming? It come, It's the same play every year. They, they, are, they do have you know, good, great like, players executing those plays. It doesn't. It looks easy yeah, on but the I mean, TV. Like, but surely you have to know it's coming. If I know it's coming, how do they not know it's coming? Yeah. You, if you know it's coming, you can shut it down. I mean, that's the thing that you know Queensland. They they, they knew what New South Wales were going to do, and they just they beat them. Do you know who um, is undefeated in Origin? Tim Glasby. You know, and like let's be real. When he got picked, I think a lot of New South Wales fans thought this is it. Queensland's on their knees. You know. Um, and, but I, I think the thing that New South Wales Welshmen, definitely the New South Wales coaching team, need to realise is that you know you look at a guy like Tim Glasby, he's nobody knew what he looked like before he got picked, but it doesn't matter. He's he's a good player, and the Queensland team is greater than this, you know than its individual players. The sum of its whole is greater than its individual players. And it's not the case in New South Wales. That's deep, Connor. That's very deep. But, but I mean, that's what that's that's what it is every year. How do you lose? It's a two-horse race, and Queensland's won eleven of the past twelve series. And let's be honest, the series that New South Wales did win, I think, was the year Cooper Cronk was was out for two games. Was it Cooper Cronk? Yeah, he broke his arm. Yeah, broke his arm. He was out for two games. You know, like for me, Cameron Smith just took Queensland on his back and opened in twenty minutes and won in the game. You know, I think Cameron Smith was down in game one. We targeted him in game one. He had his worst Origin game in game one. He came in game three and said, "Listen, I'm just going to win the game for everyone." He just took him on his back, and that's a new stuff. I was. We can talk all about you know, you know leadership and different culture, but they've had the best one six seven nine um, and one you know, one six seven and nine for so long, and we have been able to come up with a consistent. One six seven and nine that can match them. Pete's was great, but I don't think Pete's is the answer. He's solid. He, he's going to make fifty tackles, but he's not going to. He didn't create anything out of dummy half. Um, I, you know, I, Jack Byrne needs to be on there for the full eighty. You know, I, there's a few different reasons. I think, I think during that reign of Queensland dominance, we had to come up. We had to throw something at them. Attack. We had to instead of you know trying to match Queensland, we had to come up and attack and. We're, our greatest strength is our attacking game, and we need to we need to throw things at them attacking, and we just stop playing footy after game. We one. we did. We we were too structured, mm. and it comes down to coaching. Um, they're all grown ups, well, apart from Dugan and, and Ferguson, it seems. But um, they are all the the very best players we have in this state, and they should be allowed to play. Um, Daly was overstructured and overcoached them. That's what it looked like. So, I mean. We need to find that better coach. I'm not thinking that um, Freddie Fittler or um, Joey, yeah, or, or Joey are the like, right? Because right you know, answer. if you ha- you might as well put Alfie Langer in charge of Queensland. Now let's have a lot of fun and go to the pub. 
um, because it starts with perception. State of origin starts with perception off the field. You can imagine that Queensland, looking south of the border, if a Bellamy and or, and I say and, um, and, and Phil Gould were in charge at the top, they don't need to run around and do the coaching on the field, um, on the training paddock. They just need to be there at the top and instilling that confidence and some key messages to the key people. Then you can have your, your Freddies and Joeys running around, as you say, with the halves or, or the kicking, kicking guys. Um, we need to create that perception that we mean business next year and we need to go to the, the adults of the game because we've got too many children in this state. Well, yeah, I mean, look, let's, let's be honest here. New South Wales clearly has a problem with alcohol, like the New South Wales team. The, the Josh Dugan-Ferguson thing this year, you know, like I, I think that's probably just a bit of a beat-up, people searching for answers, but really, look at how many series over the past couple of years have had, a, have had one or more players get in trouble with the law or just make fools of themselves because they've been, been drinking. You know, Michael Jennings a few years ago, Dugan and Ferguson, you know, Mitchell Pearce and Boyd, Boyd Cordner. Um, you know, like the, the list goes on. I, I can't even remember back, you know, before probably 2010. I'm sure there's more. Bring in, yeah, I mean, all due respect, great, both of them great to the game, but I mean, do, do you really want blokes like that running a team which clearly, you know, can't, can't seem to stop drinking. Yeah. The one and you know the one year they made a big show of not drinking, they they won that they actually managed to win. And I just like yeah, I finished off. I'd like to yeah, forget this rubbish of setting up camp at Kingscliff and you know Coffs Harbour. Go to Bridge, set up camp in Queensland or set up camp here, then fly to the go. I don't. I've never understood set up camp in Coffs Harbour or you know why set up camp in Star City. I don't. That's just my. That's my last little beef on that issue. Yeah, yeah I don't agreed, know. agreed. And and we need some wiser heads. Um, than what we have and I don't know we need the NRL to allow um, I don't know what the latest thoughts are but the NRL to allow NRL coaches to coach in that in that forum if is we that have, a rule or is yeah, that just a, is that just just a common well didn't they didn't they look at Melbourne Inger and say oh that's the reason why they're winning I think it's an unwritten yeah rule. I think it's I, I don't think it's I don't think it's well, in stone Craig, Craig Bellamy was the coach um Craig Bellamy's the coach, and then they, I think, they, who'd they pick? They got Stewart. Stewart, right. Stewart reckons they should have banned um, Dugan and Ferguson after that, what was it, 2013 or whatever, then, when they bug it up. I mean, I, I, I personally, I think that as well. Look, it, it's based on form, daily out, first of all. We need to look at the team next year when, when they can play into their form and see six weeks out. But at the moment, we need to look at form. One from five ain't good enough. We need to look at our best coach. Oh, just just an addendum as well. Look at um, you know, Kevy Walters last year. Had, what was like seven players decided to go out on the turps, you know, in, in an off-season training camp, and he just said, right, I'm not picking you guys for for Queensland this year. It was probably a good thing it didn't happen this year because they might have been in a bit of trouble. Um, but he basically set the tone. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna accept this stuff. Leadership. Yeah, if you want to play Origin. Just you know, just behave. Listen, no one's asking these guys to be, become saints. All they're asking him to do is just you know, just take it seriously. And, and you know, look, I, I don't want to bag Dugan and Ferguson because by all accounts, again, you know, they weren't doing anything wrong this year. But it's, it just seems every year there's a problem with New South Wales and alcohol. And maybe maybe you have to just have to say, guys, just cut it out, knock it off. 
So, guys, can we get on to the real football yes. now? Yeah. Um, because I'm sick to death of that state of whatever it is. I'm glad it's. Uh, I'm glad Thursday night footy's back this week. I'm glad we've got a full eight games. Where do we start? Um, Broncos, Bulldogs up at Suncorp. Uh, Broncos have got a lot of changes in there. Um, well, I guess they're, you know, blokes are hurt or just trying new things. So, I, like, I sort of don't really know what where to go with this one because I've... There's a lot of guys, yeah. I guess, untested. I think um, Cody Nickarima at fullback. Yeah, that's an, that's a surprise. Yeah, they, the youngster played well there last week. Yeah, yeah. but they to, to, they were they weren't their best last week, missing Jelena Maguire against Newcastle. They still managed to eke out a win, so that will give them a lot of confidence. And yeah, at home, Brisbane Brisbane will have too much for them. Uh, Milford's back. Um, Bulldogs. I would assume they're one of I think they're one of two or three teams that have highlighted that's their grand final this week. So they'll be up for it. They'll be they'll be prime. They'll be gutsy, but. Still no points in the Bulldogs. Broncos for me. Yeah, I think. Probably, yeah. yeah, yeah. Dogs aren't good enough. Um, I, I think Nicarima at fullback will go well, and I'll be interested. Don't know how Milford and Hunt will go together, but um, you know that's not um, going to stop them from beating the Dogs because they've been overly, overly disappointing this year. Uh, so Friday night at six, it's the Roosters taking on the Knights. I, gee, Roosters are very heavy favourites, deservedly so. Connor Watson um, back at fullback. Um, well, I think that's about the only change for. No, they've got Mitch Cornish at hooker for Jake Friend. Oh, of course, that's yeah, a, yeah, of course. Yeah. That's two big. That's two big changes. The Roosters. Gordon and Friend have been outstanding. And Newcastle traditionally have played well against the Roosters. So Sean Kenny Dow needs to play for Newcastle. His former well. team. Yeah, they'll be they'll be up for this Newcastle. For me, um, Roosters should still win. They get too too many to play for. I'm just looking at the ladder. It's very congested. Yeah, they, they hold down second spot, you know, with four teams behind and by two points. So Roosters have it all to play for. No Boyd Cordner again, that's that's concerning because yeah, he got through Origin but yeah, he's been around. So it'll be interesting to see how, you know, the Roosters go without him. But I think Roosters are they too much to play for. Yeah. I wonder what the odds are for the Knights to lead at half time and lose at full time. Probably um yeah, probably six. They've been the kings on. of that, yeah. They've been the kings. They're not good enough to beat the Roosters. Not certainly not anywhere but certainly not Alliance as well. Um, a lot of pressure on, you know, I, I think a lot of inward pressure on Sean Kenny Dow. I wish him all the best. And, He'll probably have um, a blinder. I hope he does have a blinder um, and, and stands up and, and gives the guys um, a little bit of curry. So, um, but no, Brewster's for me and should win and win well. So then later that night, um, it's the Sharks taking on the Rabbitohs um, over at Shark Park. Uh, it's got a new sponsor's name now. But, uh, yeah, look, again, Sharks... The, the Rabbitohs, they, they had that big win over Penrith, but really have done nothing either side of that win. They're just, I don't, yeah, the Rabbitohs, I don't get what's happened to them this year. They're clearly, I think, I, I think they really need to move John Sutton out of 5A. Like, you know, he obviously won the premiership there, but I think his days playing there are over. Probably should try Cody Walker there, and even though Alex Johnson might not be the best fullback, I think they should probably... Put him back there, do a bit of a reshuffle. Yeah, that, yeah, that's their problem, I guess. The long, t- yeah. Sutton, I think even if they did that, it wouldn't be able to beat the Sharks. Yeah, Sutton. Sutton has Sutton's a back rower now. He's, he's he's a back rower. He's on a job for them. I think Cody Walker, you know, should he should he had a good start there at six and probably should have stayed there. They should have persisted with Johnson. But yeah, they're a one trick pony now. So just, if you don't, they just go through the middle and if you, they just try and use their big power game and 
I'm, I don't know what's the matter with Tom and George and Sam, but they just can't hold the ball. They, they're errors in them all the time. Yeah. They just keep dropping the ball. And it's all right for Sam because he's, he's usually got a pretty quality offload, but the other two doesn't seem yeah. to just be... Sharks got smashed last week. Sharks, Sharks in the rain, they got, they got bashed last week they in the did, Gold Coast. They? So yeah. they'll be... They'll be, they'll be, they're on the bounce back factor. It's almost a lake they were playing in. Yeah, you can forgive them. You know, they had a few plays out yeah, after Origin period, but yeah, back at Shark Park, yeah, this is this is a game the Sharks would have down in their diaries a big win. Yeah, forget last week's game in the Gold Coast. Sharks are very, very good at Jeffrey's Bay, but um, they're hopeless um, actually in the water at the Gold Coast. So <laughs> that, that, was a, that was a joke. Um, you know, I'm not saying they should have canned the game because footy should and can be played in any 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 conditions but it's pretty wet i think you can just scratch it you know in racing parlance it was a heavy 10 and <laughs> and if you could go to 11 and 12 it was was probably that as well so forget about that game sharks will win win well Rabbitohs bloody awful um agree with you about cody walker should be playing um five eight john john sutton is not a ball player he can't get that um back line moving so um plays like a lock um, second rower and should stay there. So moving on uh, Saturday at, at, over at Penrith, it's the Panthers taking on the Titans. Look, I, I guess I'll, I'll tip the, the Panthers, but I mean, you know, ni- neither of these teams are really in super hot form. Um, so, yeah, Panthers at home for me. Well, the, it's good to see that they've got um, the 2018 Blues 5-8 coming back into the team, the Panthers. Matt Moylan will be back. So Just the 5-8 or the halfback oh, as well? Oh, I'd take the halfback as well. Yeah. Um, I'd take the halfback as well, definitely. So, um, oh, too young. Don't you know, do it to him. Don't do I, it to the No, if, if you're good enough, you're old enough. And um, so Moylan back. Um, they got over the Warriors. Good old yeah. Warriors. Um, so let's not even touch those buggers. That's not good form. No, that's not good form. I, I know it's not good that's form. That's not good form. But without Moylan, Nathan Cleary stood up and showed how to, how to walk a team, run a team um, around and get come back and, and grab the points quite easily in the end. Moylan back, they'll, they'll beat the Gold Coast. Um, although Gold Coast, you know, I've just beaten the Premiers by 20 last week. doesn't matter. Um, Panthers for me. I'm going Gold Coast. I'm going the Gold Coast. I think they've they've been on. I think they've won three in a row now. They've got um, Ash Taylor. Was out, you know, talk about future Origin halves. He's your future Queensland seven. Um, they're playing behind Wallace and James, and I think that and Conrad Harrell and Hayne. I think you know Penrith will miss Trent Merrin. He's out six to eight weeks. The knee injury. Yeah, um, that's a shame. Penrith have lost a, several games this year where they should have won, and you know, would put them in the race. You know, this is another grand final for them. I think the winner of this game could quite possibly force their way into the eight if they have a good back end to the last few rounds. Well, yeah, um, the Panthers are just outside the eight. And, and to, to be honest, the Dragons look like they're going to keep keep sliding unless they can really seriously yeah, turn, yeah, turn yeah. their season So there is a spot so. there. I think there is a spot in the eight. So there's going to be one spot in the eight. Penrith must win this game if they want that spot in the eight. At home, you, they are the favourites, and rightly so. But I think I think the Gold Coast are that type of game, and they'll just turn up, you know, typical Titans... And just you know, just grind away. We interesting to see Wallace's back, isn't it? Yeah. Against the guy who replaced him in the in the Origin team. That'll so be very it'd be, be a good little match up there. Yeah. Uh, and so later that day, it's the Raiders hosting the the Storm. It's it's a bit of a shame for the Raiders because they had that good win. Finally got a close close one um, against the Dragons after quite a lot of heartbreak this year. Now they're going to have to take on the clearly the front runners in the competition. I think. Um, the Raiders have, haven't done too badly against the Storm in recent years, but I, I think the Storm are probably too good for them. 
Yeah, this is the third team that's playing their grand final this week, Canberra. They you know, they snuck home against the Dragons last week. Yeah, on the, we can and say they're missing that, Josh Papali as well. Yeah. Did you see that savage shoulder charge? Almost a send off. Yeah, almost a send off. Yeah, Should've almost been. a send off last week. It's, if if they're not going to if they're not going to send that off, yeah, they won't send off anything. I think Canberra, Canberra, it's a grand final. They'll be desperate. They'll be you know they'll yeah. You look at the Canberra team. You look at all their we're saying all year their backs, their forwards, their hooker. They have got everything there, but. Melbourne just and Melbourne, you know, I don't know how to say Melbourne and Melbourne, but they're the Canberra just haven't been able to put a complete eighty minutes together, and Melbourne just deconstruct teams that you know make errors and you know give away penalties. That's what Canberra been doing. I noticed Canberra switched um, Caesar and Austin up. They changed the sides they've been playing on, so I don't, that might that forty twenty Caesar actually yeah that forty twenty that tries were last week. Yeah, that could he, be a massive turning point, give him some confidence. He, he'd had a couple of real bad games before then, Aiden Caesar. So yeah, that's, it was good to see. Him they need that, yeah like, again. I think. I think it's far too much experience in the Melbourne store. And any other team but Melbourne, you could use the cold, but yeah, the cold weather won't disturb Melbourne. So that's not even a factor. Look, guys, Canberra beat the Ramsgate under-13 team last week. That's how how well the the Dragons are going. Um, They were very lucky to be ahead in that game, the Dragons. Um, and which shows how yeah, disappointing like the Raiders were dropping. It, they, it was just shows how disappointing the Raiders were, and and they still got up and over. You know, a bit of a lucky lucky try to draw a level, but I tell you now, the Raiders were pretty disappointing in my book. Um, and it's a form line again. Melbourne Storm, look at the players. And they've had a fortnight off too. That yeah. was a big thing. Had, yeah. yeah, all those Origin guys have had a long break now, so yeah. they would just set sail and just. And you can't tell me Bellamy's not going to be saying the comp starts now. So um, Storm could just blow them away. I um I actually had a quick peek at the draw after the Raiders won. They've unfortunately they've got a they've got a they play Melbourne twice. They play Melbourne twice, but they also play the Panthers and the Warriors over the next few weeks. So that I mean. But the Raiders actually might sneak into the top eight just by the fact if they beat the Panthers and the Warriors. But I mean, obviously they've got to beat them. But um, there's an interesting little battle at the just outside the eight there that's going to happen over the next few weeks. Uh, so then later that night we have oh just quickly on the on the Raiders Michael Oldfield, a oh, yeah. long time winger named on the bench. That's a real puzzling one. I don't get that one at all. He must be playing unless unless there's a different Michael Oldfield, but no, it's he, yeah, Oldfield, the manly, and he went to penalty, and he went penalty. Long time winger, I'm not sure. And it's funny because they got a hooker on the bench already, so they got a hooker and a winger on the bench, and they got Dave Taylor, so it's it's a real unique bench so, team yeah, feeling this week. He must have been, he must be playing in the second row or something down in the the New South Wales Cup these days. But I don't know, that's a puzzling one. It maybe, might be a late change as well. I know. I'd, I'd noticed that one last. Maybe they'd put a winger on to, to feed Dave Taylor while he's on the bench maybe. so he can have a, a chomp. <laughs> um, he so was great last week, Dave Taylor. Yeah, he had a good game, summer. yeah. Um, look, later that uh, night, 7.30 up in North Queensland, it's the Cowboys taking on the Warriors. I think we're all going to go with the Cowboys, particularly with um, Sean Johnson. He's out. Unfortunately, it's a, bi- it's a big loss for the Warriors. But apparently there were reports over the weekend he'd done his ACL be out for the season. Um, apparently it's not quite as bad, although it's going to be out. I think I think they said six to eight weeks, so it might as well be the season. Yeah. Um, but might be able to play in the World Cup later this year. That's a real shame for the Warriors because he, Sean Johnson, you know, like he maybe doesn't live up to the expectations of all the Warriors fans, but he's such a fantastic player to watch. He's one of my favourites. And you know, like just quickly, if you're talking about off the field issues. Last year, when Sean Johnson got hurt, he decided to go be the, the water boy for just a junior rugby league team somewhere. You know, a lot of these guys, if they get hurt, they're going out and getting on the turps. You know, I, I think I'd rather have Sean Johnson over a lot of players any day of the week. Yeah, yeah. Look, 
Cowboys unchanged. Cowboys will win. Yeah, Cowboys <laughs> unchanged. They did enough against South um, last week, which isn't much. Uh, also playing in a Cowboys. Much of a rap. Cowboys basically home game up at Cairns. It, it, yeah, so they haven't, had to, game, they haven't yeah. had to move too far. Um, you know, I've just got that. Well, I'll put it through now. Um, the line straight through the Warriors. Cowboys for me. Yeah, I'll join the. What, what colour was your line? Black. No, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go green because okay. Warriors are gone for me. They're gone. They can't make the eights. It's it's it's. They're gonna go. You know, we talk about nice guys, but the nice guys finished last, unfortunately. Sean Johnson's a good player, but he can't be. To be honest, you look at that squad and for them to be sitting where they are, especially during that origin period, they lost a couple of games over there when they usually great. Um, they've just been so disappointed. I had such high expectations, the Warriors. I had him eight at the start of the year. I was confident. They had the team there. They had the spine. You know, foreign coming back. They just haven't produced. So disappointed. The Cowboys finally found a way to win without Thurston. And they look good. They look really good. They found a way to attack without relying on Thurston. And, you know, big raps, you know, John Asiata, Scott Bolton. Those guys are, you know, without Matt Scott, yeah, they, they lost Ben Hennett, they lost James Tamo, they lost a lot of their forwards last year, and it's those two guys in particular, along with Hess coming off the bench, the real driving them forward. So, big thumbs up to those guys. And Jake Granville seems to be coming back to his best form. So, Cowboys won't win the cop this year, but they'll get in the eight. Just one question on the Warriors' um, thoughts around Kearney's future. Oh, why would you get rid of him after one year? Like you've yeah. got to, like, you've got to give these guys a chance. Like I mean, look at Trent Barrett. Manly were awful last year lost the first two games of this year and everyone was thinking you know is Trent Barrett going to get fired and look what's happening now same with Ricky Stewart a couple of years ago with the Raiders you've got to give these guys a chance to, to you can't just completely overhaul a roster and, and, and make a, you know make a team a top 8 contender in, in one year like you've got to give him a couple of years um, it's a shame they're going to lose Kieran Foran because he's probably the kind of guy that they could use but I mean look in two or three years time I think if, if the Warriors still aren't winning then you get rid of Kearney, but I mean, why, like, why would you bring him in just to get rid of him after one year? Yeah, but he has been. Yeah, he has. He had a poor. He has only had the first grade stint was with Parramatta, and I think he had the thing two years or three years. He had two spoons, and this year with a team that's got you know internationals galore, he has. They're going to miss the eight by a long way. I think. Are they going to be? I think they're, they're going to be four. They're going to str- next year. They get um, Toe Harris back in the team. They get Papapulu back. You know, they 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 just got a couple of good signings for next year. Yeah, I think next year, if it's, we're talking about the Warriors this time next year, I reckon he's gone. I'll give him another year. I think but you, you have to give him another year. I, I, think, I, I think you have to give him another year, but I think if we're talking about the Warriors missing the eight this time next year, I think he's long gone. Yeah, let's, I reckon he'll be much let's hear mark this date to say, you said if they're struggling next year, I'll say when they're struggling at this time next year, and we'll be talking about his departure. Uh, Rightio, the next the next um, game is at Wynn Stadium. It's the... Two dollars and eight dragons taking on the one dollar seventy eight manly seagulls. That line is outrageous, in my opinion. I mean, I know the dragons have got a few blokes back this week, but they have not played well in the past few weeks, and manly's been playing pretty well. No, it's skewed. I mean, the, the only reason we're we're in that short, I think, is probably the, the, the twenty cents because of the win win stadium home ground advantage, but. Um, the Sea Eagles have flogged us there before, and and I expect them to do a job on us. Um, and actually, we, now that I say that, I just remembered Appy Coruscant's out. That's probably why it's mainly so short. Well, maybe, but um, we we did um, nab them when we were in a little bit of form. Dragons um, up at Brookie, I refuse oh. to say Lotto Land, um, with a with a few infamous incidents on that day. But yeah. um, the Dragons did um, pile on some points. I think the Sea Eagles will remember that. Um, T. Baz is back in his um, back in his home home deck there um, down south. Um, 
I think he'll feel comfortable, and I think the Eagles will just put the put the cleaners through the Dragons. Really? Oh. I I I think Manly might win, but I'm going to tip St George. I, I think St George is going to bounce back factor for St George this week. I think, there's only so many players Manly can lose before that starts to affect. Yeah, them. You know, well, that's they, the that's the one. Yeah, you know, Matt yeah. Wright's Matt Wright's out. They've, they've lost. Yeah, you know, Appy Sokoros has been a massive play for them through the middle. They're going to miss him more than they think they will. Um, I think Manly have been up for a, while, a long time now. They've put in, you know, they've been to Perth and back. They've been to across the country. I think they've uh, they've put in so many good performances in a row. I think this is St George. They get back Vaughan after a couple of weeks. He's had a couple of weeks back. You know, you look at their team now. They, Tarek Sims is back on the bench to give him that little impact off the bench. You know, Dugan's back at fullback. Frizzell's had a couple of weeks off. I think this is St George. I don't think uh, St George are you know, clinging to eighth spot and at Wynn Stadium on a Sunday afternoon. I think they can get the points down there. There we go. Uh, next game, no, I think. Let's hope game. you're right. Yeah. No, I don't have it on my sheet. I think I must have um, cut off one of the sheets. The next game is. It's Paratigers. Paratigers. Oh, it's so forgettable well, anyway. Yeah, it's. it's <laughs> yeah. It's, Maybe we don't just don't talk about that one. Well, no. Let's who, who would you tip? Parramatta, I guess. But I mean, well, yeah. Actually, we should rephrase that. Parramatta will probably win this game. The Tigers haven't been very good. And the power are up in, in seventh. They've had an alright season, you know, a bit up and down, but Paris should have enough to get over the Tigers. Yeah, Norman seems pretty confident that the Eels are going to Mitchell go Moses pretty well. Mitchell Moses actually has, has really improved them. And, you know, obviously he's a good player and stuff. And you know, playing against his old team, probably have a blinder. Um, yeah, to be fair, he's actually been pretty pretty good, I thought, since he joined them. Well, and they've also got the 2018 second rower. Um, what's his face? Um, Nathan... Nathan Brown. Nathan uh, Brown. What about Clint Gutherson at fullback? He might he's, well, he's, he's, he's honestly, like, Manly really missed a trick letting him go. I mean, I know at the time when Manly let him go, they had a real stacked back line, and I think they just said, look, you're not going to get a chance to come in here. But I think in hindsight, they'd really like to have Clint Gutherson back. He's a fantastic player. He's probably been the Eels' best all year. Um, and... Yeah, I'll throw you this, and I haven't looked at the the Eels' um, finish to the season, but they are on twenty four points. They are only two points out of out of third spot. Um, you know, Sea Eagles, Broncos, Sharks, Cowboys above them. So all on twenty six. So it's it's not you know beyond the realms for them to finish in the top four if they get a roll. The Eels have got the Tigers, then the Broncos uh, at ANZ, then the Bulldogs at ANZ. Knights at ANZ, Titans at ANZ, Jesus, uh, and then finish up the season up in Brisbane. Yeah, and not only that, the, the Para have all their games from here on in on Thursdays or Fridays, so they they got the benefit of yeah. a full week. They, they, they could win four of those. They got, they got benefits of a full easily, yeah. turnaround. They'll win this week. They got you know Mitchell Moses and that combination with uh, Corey Norman, and they get it better. Their only their only slight um, hiccup is their forwards. You know their front row is not strong. Uh, not big, intimidating type of pack. So teams will fancy their chances to get over the top in the middle. But as I said, Nathan Brown's been outstanding. If they match, if they can match teams up front, they've got the class and points with Gutherson, those guys, and Raj Radra. He'd like to finish on a big note. So yeah, if they can, if they all they need to do is hold teams up the middle, and they got the, they got the class to win games. But um, yeah, like Parramatta for me on um, on Sunday. Is but, um. That Broncos um, para match to wind the season up, that could be... Well, they played Brisbane crucial. twice. Yeah, they played yeah. Brisbane twice. would be two crucial games, home and away. So that's big games. And then, yeah, I think, yeah, there's... I think I'll, I'll duck in now while we get into my final thought right now. But you were talking about, you know, teams, you know, 
that ladder, that you know, the Roosters are on second on twenty eight, and Cowboys are sixth on twenty six. That really, that top four position. That's my final thought there. It, it's open. And that top four spots, you know, I think Melbourne will. Melbourne should win this week and put a bit of gap on for first. But second through to fourth are wide open. I think you, I think so you have to finish in the top four to win the comp. That's just my opinion. Yeah, so definitely. I think it's, you know, there's this, we've had a lull in that arrow period now, but there's going to be, all the games from here on in mean something. So Absolutely. we're looking, it's going to be a big end to the season for me. Yeah, that's a really good point. I mean, because you look at it there, the who's, Roosters, um, Seagulls, Broncos, I think the Roosters will probably make it in there, but the Seagulls and Broncos, Broncos, I think, are a good team, but really haven't shown it as as much this season. They've lost a couple of games where really I think they should have won. Seagulls are probably playing above their above themselves, but you know, again, like they've, they've had a couple of injuries there. If they have one or two more injuries, they're really going to be, you know, scraping the bottom of the barrel. And I mean, mate, you know, they they could have a salary cap problem coming up as well, as we've seen with the investigators apparently going in there. Um, during the week, so they could end up with Parramatta last year and losing all, all their points. Um, yeah, the point yeah. is that if you have a bad spell now in these next three rounds, you can find yourself going from third to ninth. That's that's how yeah. that's how tight the comp is. So the games now around 20, 21, 22 are vital, especially you know you can if you can jag you know, play the Warriors without Sean Johnson or yeah. you play you know you need to you need to be making sure those games now. Or you, you know, match up match up against the Knights for example. Yeah, because the, the draw the, you look at the draw now. There are some teams now. Canberra got a tough draw. You know, play Melbourne twice. You know, you need to look at the teams that are the draw who have got because now you look at it, teams. Every game means something, and you need to be at your best. There's, there's no more upsets. I think it's gonna be teams are just gonna be primed to beat. You know, the teams in those top five, six, seven spots are gonna be you know hungry to win games. It's just they'll be very interesting into the next, especially next three rounds in particular. Definitely. Yeah. Final thought would be exactly what we're talking about. I'd say Eels top four, and just keep an eye on them. You know, they're a star on the rise. Draw looks okay. Um, watch out, Eagles, Bronx, Sharks, and Cowboys because they're coming to get you. I think yeah, Cowboys legitimately could make the four as well. Like I mean, yeah, we, we yeah. keep writing them off, but they just keep winning. So yeah, yeah. Good but I think Storm and Roosters, you know, might um, might might nab a spot in the top four. It's not Nostradamus talking there, but um, the four and I against is a concern. I'm just looking at the four and against minus nineteen. It yeah, could be, it could, it's a you look at all the teams are really close together, so that four and against will come into it. Yeah, it'll come. Card. It'll definitely come into it. But if obviously you know two points, if they finish two points ahead of everybody, it doesn't come into well, it. If they beat so, the Tigers by sixty on Sunday, yeah, 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 exactly. yeah that, that would help. <laughs> that would help them out. So yeah, and final final thought. Um, thank God the NRL's back, guys. Yeah, agreed. Look, I, I haven't got one this week. I've got everything off my chest that I needed to up the top, up the top there. Um, look, if you've enjoyed the podcast, please follow us on Facebook. We post the podcast up there um, every week so you can find it. Um, but we also post up um, some news from around um, the ACM group that uh, you probably wouldn't see unless you live in the area. There's a lot of good, um, good NRL news being reported on um, by some of our mastheads across Sydney and elsewhere. So give us a follow. Um, and that's it, guys. Thanks to you very much for listening. Thanks, guys. Another footy.